The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus down the road to Jerusalem, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower which does not which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, this one began to build and did not have the resources to finish. Or what king, marching into battle, would not first sit down and decide whether, with 10,000 troops, he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We have this expression, he bit off more than he could chew. I'll give you an example from my own life of biting off more than I could chew. I was in Nicaragua which a with a bunch of uh, younger Jesuits, actually Jesuits about half my age, and they wanted to take a hike up this mountainous, forest mountain uh, hill, and, uh, and I said, well, I'll go with you. And they looked at me and they said, okay. We went up on this hike, multi-mile hike, up this mountain that was uh, densely forested, and uh, I bit off more than I could chew. It was a really difficult hike. It was very wet, lots of mud, and, and I found myself sliding down parts of the mountain at several points. Uh, the, the worst part of it is that I'm, I'm grabbing onto tree trunks as I'm going down on these slides, and, and the tree trunks have thorns up and down the trunk of the tree. Uh, I want to ask God about this when I get to heaven. Like, why would you make a tree with thorns on the, on the trunk? I, I bit off more than I could chew that day. Jesus has a great crowd following him down the road to Jerusalem today. It's a great crowd, but he knows that they're biting off more than they can chew. Because we know where the road to Jerusalem ends, and, and they haven't calculated the cost. They've bit off more than they could chew. Jesus is a rock star for them, and they're excited about him, but they haven't really asked themselves, how far down this road do I want to go? How far down this road do I want to go? And so Jesus turns and looks at them and he says this. He says, he says, would you guys build a tower without calculating whether or not you really have all the resources to, to finish the job? 
He wants them to think about what's the cost of their discipleship. They're enjoying the popularity of Jesus, but are they ready to pay the price? And what is the price? What's the cost of discipleship? Jesus is very blunt and clear. You must hate your possessions, hate your family, hate your very life. These are harsh words. That word hate is quite harsh, isn't it? And we know that he can't mean it the way that we think of the word hate. Why do we know that? Because Jesus loved his own mother all the way to the end. She's there at the foot of the cross. Jesus loved his mother dearly all the way to the end. So we want to follow in Christ's footsteps and love our family as well. So why does he say hate then? I think Jesus is trying to shock this fan base, this huge crowd, this great crowd who haven't calculated the cost of discipleship. He's trying to shock them with a shocking word. He's trying to get them to realize that this will involve great sacrifice, tremendous sacrifice. We know that Jesus doesn't want us to hate our family because at least twice in the New Testament, we hear this instruction, love one another intensely. Not only should we love each other, but we should love each other intensely. And Jesus loved his mother intensely, but he didn't cling to her. He didn't cling to her. And that's the difference. Jesus loved the things of life. At one point, he's accused of being a, a, a glutton and a drunkard. So he must have enjoyed the things of life. But he, he didn't cling to those things. He loved them, but he didn't cling to them. At the end, they stripped him even of his clothes. And so he was literally left with nothing at all, no possessions. He loved the things, but he didn't cling to them and could let them go when called upon. Jesus loved his mother intensely, but in John's gospel, we hear him turn to, to, to John, the disciple, and say, John, behold your mother. He loved her, but he didn't cling to her, and he was ready to let her go when the moment came. And Jesus loved his own life. Father, if it is your will, take this cup from me. Don't let me lose my life, he said at the Garden of Gethsemane but he didn't cling to his life. Your will be done. Into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. I'm delighted that we live in a country, we live in a time when it's fairly easily, easy, frankly, to, to live a Christian life. We, we, we aren't persecuted for it. We don't usually have to lose our life for our Christianity. However, Every single one of us is probably clinging to something, some person, or some aspect of our life. Every single one of us is clinging to one of those things. And this week, this week, Christ is going to ask you to let it go, to love intensely, but not cling, to hold each gift that God has given you with an open-faced palm so that the Lord can give it to you freely, and take it back freely. That's the cost of discipleship. 
That's the hard news for today. Here's the good news. Beyond Good Friday is Easter Sunday. And Jesus says that those who have given up all of these things will receive a hundredfold. And we believe him when he tells us that. We believe that if we indeed let it all go, Christ will give it all back to us. And this time it'll be blessed and consecrated and in his love and in his loving arms.